What's up, everybody? This is Joey C. coming at you with the Brutally Sober Podcast episode. I don't remember. I forgot to check before I started recording. It's Tuesday, June 1st. 80 degrees in Keyport, New Jersey. I haven't done a podcast in four days. I'm jonesing. Have my daily reprieve. Been sitting inside watching fucking Netflix because it's 35 degrees and fucking raining on every day of Memorial Day weekend. It's alright. I got a little bored. Got a little antsy. Time has happened in a while. Want to get outside and maybe do something. And then it was nice on one day, and um, I didn't feel like doing anything. I was in a little bit of a not motivated mood from the fucking two rainy days, and then want to get outside and do shit, and I didn't feel like doing it once it was fucking. Nice out, and I ended up taking a fucking three-hour nap, and I I just fucking couldn't get fucking moving. It's okay. Can have those days sometimes, but I feel I felt like shit because I wasn't motivated to do anything. It wasn't a good feeling. And the two days before that, I was there was a point in the day where I was I was fucking bored. I didn't want to drink, but I was I hadn't done anything all day, and then I was bored and. I could have done stuff but I didn't feel like doing the stuff I could have done so when you're in that spot that's a dangerous spot but like I said it's not like I was going to go drink just you know I got antsy alright get off my back well might as well get this um, segment out of the way I was gone for days from this podcast and got a bunch of letters in the mail I just picked up so let's pick one uh, this is from Stephen from Bridgeport Massachusetts dear Joey C how do you get through weddings sober? Your pal Steven. If you're ever in Massachusetts, check out my home group, the Blacked Out Honey Smokers Club. We would love to have you. Well, thanks, um, Steven. Uh, it's funny you should ask me that question because I just went to a meeting, a meeting, a wedding on Friday, Friday night, and I went by myself. And uh, you know what? It's a lot easier going to a fucking wedding when you know you're not gonna drink. I got there a little bit late. 
and uh, so I was kind of in a position where I, I couldn't really sit down. I, I showed up at the wedding like right when they were saying their vows and shit. So I just kind of had to stand back because then I would have walked in front of cameras or something or got in someone's way just to sit down. And the uh, bar is right there. Fucking no one at the bar. Would have been a perfect fucking, hey, why stand here when I could go stand at the bar? You know what I mean? I didn't have to, uh, though I stood there and I watched my friend get married instead of walk over to the bar and... about who might be watching me at the fucking bar while everyone else is actually seated and not drinking and watching the actual wedding. That would have been my first first thing to do was hit hit that bar. Um, Saw saw some buddies of mine that I haven't seen in in a while. And uh, one buddy of mine, he, he didn't bring his wife, and, he, and he, he drove like two and a half hours. No, he drove like two hours to this wedding by himself. And um, he, he knew that he was going to either crash somewhere, like one of his like relatives' house that lives around here, or, or drive back. And if I, did, if I was going to, if I was drinking, I was going to a fucking wedding. And I was going solo. I would have my fucking. I would get. I would have. I would have a fucking hotel. I would have Ubered it to the fucking wedding. Fucking get shit faced. Find out what's going on after the wedding. Probably not even make it back to my hotel. And then get an Uber there in the morning or something like that. But. Like, I would be ready to go. I would be... I mean, I'm on my own. Alright? I got a wedding. I would be getting fucking hammered. I, I I would never have gone to a fucking wedding. Traveled that far by myself to, to fucking sit there. For five hours. And have two beers. I don't even, I, I watched him, I don't even think he had two beers, I think he had one when he got there. Um, so that's the difference between me and, um, my friends. You know, when you're a fucking adult. So, I enjoyed the fucking appetizers. I enjoyed the dinner. I enjoyed the dessert. I didn't even give a fuck about who was sitting next to me. I didn't know who was sitting to the left of me. My buddy was sitting to the right and my friends were sitting across the table. But I don't really give a fuck. I wasn't worried about making small talk. If somebody wanted to talk to me, I, I, I talked to them. If not, I'd rather just wait for the next fucking appetizers to show up. But this, the, the, the fucking overthinking that I had to do at weddings as far as like making sure I got up to the bar 
tip the bartender like 20 bucks or something like that right off the bat so that I can go out there and get my drink right away and come back and just wonder if everyone else can see how much I'm leaving the table to go get drinks and like not eating like basically like anything I mean I know a lot of people do that and they're not you know they're not a fucking alcoholic or whatever they just want to have a they're they're at a wedding and they want to have a good time it's fine but I mean for me that was any kind of event with the open bar I mean what's the point of going to a fucking event like that when you got an open bar like I would not ever even consider not getting fucked up in a place at a place like that like some people it just doesn't occur to them that it just it doesn't they don't have any desire to go get fucked up that's so fucking weird So, anyway, you know, I just, I sat there, and I knew that I was going to be able to fucking drive myself home. I knew that I wasn't going to be hungover the next day. I wasn't worried about having to get up and get another fucking drink or, or wait for the, the fucking people to come around and and see if they can get me a drink so I wouldn't have to get up and wait online or, and then, you know, before you know it, you, you're just worried about drinking so much then the wedding's over and then uh, you gotta figure out what's going on next I didn't I could just like the point I'm trying to make is I could just fucking sit and have a conversation with people even though the conversation always fucking went to fucking COVID and politics and shit so uh, unless someone asked my opinion I just kept my mouth shut but it was nice other than that Yeah, to just just hang out, watch people, um, I drink my soda, and uh, wedding food is good. Can't beat that wedding mashed potatoes. They're fucking salty and buttery and fucking perfect consistency. You can't beat them. Any any fucking any fucking entree you get, you're gonna get them side of mashed potatoes, okay? So if you go for the swordfish. And it's fucking nasty. You wish you got the chicken. You still got them mashed potatoes. Don't even tell me you don't like those wedding mashed potatoes. Because they're the shit. Can't make those fuckers at home. Go try and make wedding mashed potatoes at home. See how it comes out. I can't wait for my next wedding so I can get them fucking mashed potatoes. Fucking mashed potatoes are shit. fucking dessert came, it was on a platter, so you could just kind of pick your fucking dessert item, you could have maybe a couple, there was like those little Italian cheese rolls, something like that, what are they called, I don't know, I'm sure they end in an eeny, and then there was a couple cupcakes on there, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking care more than cupcakes, and before I knew it, fucking girl across the table starts tearing into them, like, cutting them up, like, I wanted that fucking cupcake, man, 
you just fucking put your hands all over it and fucking cut it up, like, because you only wanted to have half of it so you wouldn't feel guilty, I was going to have the whole thing, all right, fucking sober Joe over here, god damn it, piss me off, what are those Italian fucking cheese dessert things in a roll, Bellinis, Salminis, I don't know, anyway, if Steven, if you're worried about going to a wedding, don't worry about it. There's a lot of things that you don't have to worry about that you did have to worry about. So if you're going to worry about anything, worry about making sure if there's a platter of desserts afterwards that you fucking put that shit right in front of you. Oh, and the coffee was delicious. Man, oh man, the coffee was good. I can't, I wish it's like 7-Eleven had that kind of coffee or something like that. So, Steven, listen, don't worry about it. Once you get there, and you sit down, get your fucking soda, they start bringing you all these fucking, it's a fucking, how many course meal it is, alright? You're actually going to be eating... Okay, and then you can watch those chicks on the dance floor, you know? Maybe they're getting a little too, uh, too crazy. And you can people watch, right? And when I first got there, I was talking, uh, with people, and then, of course, you know, you get that, I get that whiff of fucking alcohol just from somebody's breath, they must have just fucking chugged the champagne or something, and then I got a whiff of that, I was like, oh, fuck, I mean, it was just for a split second, it was just a, oh, man, that smells good, for a split second, it was just a split second, um, you know, you mean, you know you got a fucking problem when you fucking... scent of uh, alcohol coming from someone else you know make, like, makes you want to drink like someone else just fucking burped up booze and that made me want to drink if you think about that that's basically what happened I, for a split second wanted to drink because of somebody fucking regurgitated fucking room temperature champagne. That don't happen with anything else. It didn't happen, uh... Last week, at the barbecue, when I was talking to somebody and he fucking was eating fucking Fritos and hot dog and then he fucking burped and I got a whiff of it yeah that, that it's not the same Ain't, anything worse than Frito breath a Frito soda burp you had onions on your sub that guy needs to fucking not talk to anybody 
if you have Fritos with your sub and you get onions on it, and then, and then you burp while you're talking to someone, you, if you if it gets past your nasal passageway and you think that it doesn't smell, it does. Okay. Um, I want you to go to the nearest restroom and just put your head in the toilet. Don't talk to anybody. So thank you for writing me, Stephen. I hope that was helpful. This brings me to my second segment of the day. The thought for the day. June 1st. AA thought for the day. Some things I do not miss since becoming dry. That overall awful feeling physically, including the shakes, the splitting headache, pains in my arm. I never had pains in my arms or legs. Bleary eyes, fluttering stomach. I, what does fluttering stomach mean? I had a fluttering stomach when I was going into the liquor store trying to figure out what I was going to get fucked up on. Fucking shit felt like Christmas morning every time I went in there. Droopy shoulders, weak knees, a three-day beard, and a flushed complexion. I have almost all these things. Also, facing my loved one at breakfast. Usually we try and avoid them. Also, composing the alibi and sticking to it. Oh yeah, that's hard. Remember, if you fucking don't lie, you ain't gotta remember shit. Trying to do a fucking podcast over here. Also, trying to shave or put on makeup with a shaky hand. I would, if I could, have a couple beers before shaving. Not in the morning, but when I had to shave, because I would only shave once a week probably, which I still do. But, like, the most small tasks that I didn't feel like doing, if I had a couple beers in me, I I could take my time with it. Also trying to shave or put on makeup with a shaky hand. Also opening up my wallet to find it empty. I don't miss these things, do I? Uh, no, I don't, because I would use a fucking credit card if my wallet was empty, and I would be embarrassed if my hand would start to shake if I had to put the credit card into like the little slot and I couldn't get it in the first time, because then my hands would start to get real nervous and stuff, because was on edge, someone might be watching me, meditation for the day, you were born with a spark of the divine within you, it had been all but smothered by the life you were living, that celestial fire has to be, this is going out to you Stephen, That celestial fire has to be tended and fed so that it will grow eventually into a real desire to live the right way. By trying to do the will of God, you grow more and more in the new way of life. By thinking of God, praying to Him, and having communion with Him, you gradually grow more like Him. You're on your way, Stephen. Do 
way of your transformation from the material to the spiritual is the way of divine companionship. You can be buddies with God. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may tend the spark of the divine within me so that it will grow. I pray that I may be gradually transformed from the old life to the new life. Well, Stephen, little buddy, you're on your way. You did a good thing by reaching out to the Brutally Sober podcast because that was, you know, you have your spark and now the Brutally Sober podcast is, is the kindling, okay? And now you get to fucking watch it grow. And you can be uh, God's companion. And you can go to weddings and drink Diet Coke and coffee and have a wonderful time. Well, I wouldn't have to say have a wonderful time, but you can fucking sneak out of there when everyone's getting hammered. And don't worry about fucking saying goodbye to everyone, okay? Say to the say goodbye to the person you're in front of, and then get the fuck out of there. If you try and say goodbye to people, they're already gonna be drunk, and they're not gonna be like, "No, you leave it already, man." And if anyone asks you to dance, first of all, because they're probably drinking. Oh, I'm gonna get you on the dance floor. Don't worry, I'm gonna get you on the dance floor. Oh, God. Are you? Are you really? Yeah, don't uh, don't try and say goodbye to everybody. That goes for any kind of fucking party, barbecue, wedding, or whatever. Just say goodbye to whoever it is you're talking to at the moment and get the fuck out of there. Because if you try and say goodbye to everyone, you're going to get sucked into drunken conversations and you're never going to leave. Okay? Now, if you do it this way, it's nice and smooth. Get home whatever time you want. And get home out of time to listen to a really sober podcast. I hope you guys have a great night, and I'll see you tomorrow.